0: Howdy gamers, it's Layton here from Layton Night, the podcast that you're currently listening to, in case you accidentally stumbled upon this, in which case I am sorry. But just wanted to let you know that there is a video version of this episode that is up on our Patreon for all tiers. So if you want to join us over there, depending on the tier, you can get all sorts of cool benefits. We do mini sods every week, we do some fun videos. Uh, You get access to our fan discord and overall it's a really lovely time and we would love to have you there So without any further ado, here is the audio version of this episode So if you want to do the video version, you can go to patreon.com slash night or not Really, whatever floats your boat. Anyway Episode
1: I like produce the Grumps episodes, like the Game Grumps episodes now. So I'm in the The room.
2: what Grumps?
1: The Game Grumps. I know. Have you heard of them, Brian? No, I try not to. Never. I'm like producing them now. So I have to like keep an eye on their levels. So I've gotten really fucking familiar with this little bouncy thing that has negative numbers on it that I never understood until recently. And I know if it goes over zero where there is a fucking problem, that's what I know Mm -hmm. about sounds. I've learned a lot about sounds.
2: That's new. You weren't doing that before.
1: No, we changed it up. I was already working on like post stuff, but now I'm like on pre. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm pre in. pre and all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's like pre-production, mm-hmm. baby.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Which is what happens if you rub production long enough right don't, before you get don't. to production. <laughs> wait, just, just, just wait. Just this. wait. Just wait. You don't know where I'm going with this. If you rub production <laughs> long enough just before you get to uh-huh. post-production,
0: uh-huh. that's uh-huh. pre-production. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah am i wrong i'm not wrong that post-production clarity
1: yeah that's right (laughs) (laughs) wait wait my job just got so much cooler if i can integrate nutting into it somehow i mean
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it already is you know
0: you already had it i love when we're able to get an episode title out within three minutes Mm -hmm. post-production clarity yeah no i don't gotta worry about it that's it that's gotta be it now we're done
1: it's what I'm about, baby. I get those titles. I make that content. Let's mm-hmm. go. <laughs>
0: you are getting that content. Now, wait a second. Both of you, did you eat the edible?
1: No, I haven't yet. I thought I was doing it. All- are we on? Like, we're recording? We, we gooch? We're, we're,
2: we're doing we're gooch? it. gooch? Yes, we're happening.
1: I would like to recommend for all of you today these delicious Petra cannabis infused mints. They have oh, two wait. milligrams Show of THC. Show me the
2: bottle. Uh, I think those are the ones you recommended to me, Layden, maybe? Yes, I believe so, Jiva. Brian. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: They're one milligram CBN, which is denouf words. All right. So explain
2: what CBN is.
1: I only know what the label tells me, Brian, and it's that it has one milligram. Ugh. Also, the fact that this has two milligrams of THC and we're talking about imbibing substances, I might as well just walk through a cloud of vape.
0: And like... Here, if I like took a bong rip and then like breathed it into my webcam, you yeah, would get yeah, the yeah. contact ah, high. Here's what CBN <laughs> is,
2: and I'm not making this up, the Christian Broadcasting Network.
1: Wow. Oh,
2: you're getting... Uh,
0: Jesus stuff. One Jesus. One, One Jesus. milligram of Jesus. One
1: milligram of Jesus. I'm so excited. I can't open it because it's proof.
0: <laughs> Dude, can- I can never get that shit open.
2: It's it's embarrassing. <laughs> and cannabinol are two of the more than 100 types of natural chem- – this is from WebMD – natural chemical <laughs> components called uh, cannabinoids. 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 Uh, cannabinoids found in the cannabis plant. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Wait, is CBN as much bullshit as CBD is, or is it less or more bullshit? It's
1: a layer more bullshit. You know, somebody's going to get mad about this that loves weed. I love weed.
2: Oh, no, no. You're in luck, Allie. CBN yeah. compared to CBD is not as popular or readily available. This is because there hasn't been a lot of human or animal research done <laughs> on the benefits, <laughs> uses, and side effects. So get the fuck ready, because you just did bath salt.
0: A- hey, <laughs>
1: They taste like bath salts.
0: Dude, if you could get bath salts for the low, low price of a container of CBD mints, that's a deal.
1: It's hard out here for bath salts.
2: I'm not even clear with what they are, except I know that one guy, what did he do? He took a bunch of bath salts and then ate someone. Is that right?
1: Yes. That was a guy that he ate someone.
2: Yeah. Or he
0: ate his own face, didn't he? Oh, is that what it was? That was a
1: different guy. Both were from Florida, guy.
0: Got it. (laughs) No, but there's a procedural homicide investigation textbook, and it's written not by John Douglas, the FBI guy who loves taking credit for everything. It's by a different guy. But I read through this whole textbook that I bought, and it has the worst pictures I've ever seen in it. Mm -hmm. And then he gets to a bit where he tells this story about, like, yeah, so there was a case I investigated where, like, a man did a bunch of bath salts, and then he cut off his own face and fed it to dogs. Mm -hmm. And he goes Mm -hmm. in an actual textbook that I paid $100 $100 for. This man goes off for a page about like, now that may sound familiar to you if you've read The Silence of the Lambs. That's because Thomas Harris ripped me the fuck off. Oh my God.
1: And this was published scholarly. Yes. They really just let you put these things in books. This is like an old book too. I'm, I'm going to take another one of these in a, as a response to that. that's Another bath salt for me. Four
2: milligrams
1: yeah, we're at four wow. and two CBN. I have no million. This
0: isn't right. You can go get something if you want. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll hold on.
1: Well, it's been a year since we talked about Keanu Reeves' feet, so well, I think we should also just do an update about that. I still, I'm still obsessed.
0: I don't have, like, edibles. I just have my disgusting pog bong. Is mm-hmm. this just really where we are in this show, episode 106? It's yes, it is. not even the Weedening. Right, hold on. I feel ashamed. Hold on. Great. <laughs> Wait, we can't see back. a video of this. Is bullshit. This
1: is what the Flip Patreon Flip people. Come for. bring it What's out. What's happening here? Come on, be
2: proud. This is ridiculous.
1: I'm doing bath salts right now.
0: Is that what you wanted, you perverts? <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. part of it. It's half it. Of smells it.
1: great. All it right, smells amazing.
0: <clears throat> All right. Well, we did not plan to do weed on this one, but we did not plan.
1: <laughs> nice. Can I show you what I bought for you now that you've taken a fat bond?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Please.
1: I just want you to know, recently, Aaron and Susie and I went to the Glendale Galleria, Mm. one of the most iconic places in Glendale. The
2: second nicest mall on that street.
1: Exactly. (laughs) One of the, you know, youth who don't know any better's favorite places to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Next door to the place where youths who do know better like to go.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, the Americana.
1: Americana brand, baby. We stand the Americana. Oh, yeah. Recently, a couple of new stores have shown up in the Glendale Galleria. I think maybe you might have seen one. One is, you know, there's like a Lush in there now, sure. But now there's a Funko Pop store.
0: There's, wait, there's a Don't dedicated you fucking Funko dare. Pop Don't store? Don't yeah. you fucking dare show me the thing that I think you're about to show me. <laughs> this is not Okay. <laughs> This is not okay.
1: I really like spoiled it, didn't I? (laughs) Just like opening with Funko Pop store. If you
0: pulled out anything other than a Funko Pop, I would lose my shit. Because that would be the (laughs) ultimate misdirect. Damn it. But next to the Funko Pop store is the Crocs store or whatever.
1: What color?
2: Yellow. Bright yellow. Yeah.
1: Were they minion colored? Be honest. They
2: were minion colored. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I love that for you. I
2: bought them for an NSP thing. Anyway, Continue.
1: I'm sorry. I don't look at your feet in every NSP video, though I do watch them. They
2: were strictly for stage use, to be honest.
1: I haven't been to an NSP show. I really should go. Neither have I. How is that possible? Really? I know, right? You guys do shows sometimes.
0: We do do shows sometimes. (laughs) I don't listen to NSP. No, you shouldn't. No, it's smart.
1: I can't lie. The Africa cover is a banger.
2: It is. To me, the most notable thing about that cover is how Weezer did it after us. Anyway...
1: (laughs) You're talking you would bring up the fucking Weezer thing. Of course
2: I'm gonna bring up the Weezer thing. Anyway, show Layton your gift. You're never gonna get over
0: it.
1: Layton, I love you and I'm sorry. It's Patrick Bateman.
0: Oh Aww. my God. Wow. Actually love it. Love you. I wish I could give you a big fat kiss.
1: He's got his little axe and there's a blood spatter.
0: That actually fucking rips. It Thank kinda you. rips,
1: right? So I do
0: love that. There's the fun little like translucent mm-hmm. coat. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's sad.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's got his little eyes.
0: Oh, my God. I'm losing it. That's great. This is the best
2: gift ever. Did they have other American Psycho Funko Pops besides Patrick Bateman? (laughs) Here's Paul Allen. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I wish they had a Paul
2: Allen. Well, what they should is they should have four different Paul Allens, right? And they all sort of look the same. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they all look the same. They come with a card. I wish this thing had a little business card in it.
2: They should have the cat. The one that the ATM wants to eat. (laughs) What do you think?
1: Yeah, the uh, Feed Me a Dead Cat. Mm-hmm. What I was actually looking for, though, because I went there on a mission. I would never enter that store without the intent to purchase a Funko Pop. And what I was really looking for was the Twin Peaks Laura Palmer Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh and it's God. specifically the one of her wrapped in plastic. Yep.
0: Yes, the dead teenager wrapped in plastic.
1: It's so good.
0: This is what I was just about to bring up, that the best designed Funko Pop they've ever done is that one. And it is the worst, <laughs> like, aesthetically a plus taste sub zero, terrible for even Funko Pop standards. The Twin
2: Peaks reminds me of a thing. I may be breaking some shit wide
0: open with this. Okay,
1: we already ostracized the Funko Pop crap. Yeah, so okay, how much worse? Getting late and get?
0: night Funko pops announced next week on the Patreon oh. only.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that are you twos, which are. Worse, but please. Whoa,
2: that's the hot take. (laughs) So, yeah, we become VTubers next week.
1: Okay, I've talked
2: about this on the show. Ali, have you seen Fringe?
1: No, I know of it.
2: Okay, it's a great show. I'm rewatching it right now for the first time since it was on.
1: It's very well written, from what I understand.
2: It's well everything. It's well written, it's well acted, it looks cool. I Mm -hmm. love it. Anyway, the overarching thing about Fringe, okay, Mm -hmm. is that I'm not going to get into details. Suffice it to say that there are parallel universes. Okay, there's our universe. It's
1: very sexy. And
2: then another universe, and there's a whole big plot about that. Very, very sexy. So I was just watching an episode yesterday where the main mad scientist character, Walter Bishop, Dr. Walter Bishop, is wearing a pair of sunglasses with one blue lens and one red lens and says, quote, I 3D? I got these from my friend, Dr. Jacoby, in Washington State, thereby establishing that Fringe and Twin Peaks take place in the same universe. Now, this was before Twin Peaks, The Return, mm-hmm. in which they go to some kind of parallel universe. Uh-huh. So what I have seen nobody talk about, and I looked for this online, is, is the... Parallel universe, the Richard and Linda universe in Twin Peaks, The Return, the same as the parallel universe in Fringe.
1: I'm obsessed with that.
0: You take that straight to Reddit, big boy.
1: I was about to say. Right? You could make a million view video essay about this with little to no evidence, just that backing you up, and then a few (laughs) clips with a red circle around it, pointing at footage from either series. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. if you posted that and you hashtagged it Marvel Cinematic Universe.
2: Oh, yeah. That SEO, baby. And then here's what I'm going to do. That SEO. I upload it private, and then I'm going to go live at the same time as the reaction videos right? So we all uh go live at the same time. Yeah. 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 So I think that's the way we do it.
0: I like this. As long as you call the video, like here's the real truth behind what Twin Peaks meant. And then it's four hours. Twin Peaks and Fringe Connection revealed. YouTubers react.
1: You got a good enough thing going here. The thumbnail could even just be like a picture of Laura Palmer. The
2: thumbnail is a 2008 style reply girl. Yes. Right. With Laura Palmer's face.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I recently watched, what is it? Vampires? Is that what it's called?
2: The John Carpenter one?
1: The one that Laura Palmer's... Yeah, John Carpenter. Yeah. (gasps) Eugene and I watched it and I was delirious the whole time, which made it, I don't know, better, worse, about the same. That seems
0: like the ideal circumstances.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I have anything other than the connection, but like, why? You know? Why Why? did he
0: make that movie?
2: Or...
1: Why is she in that movie and not killing everyone? Mm -hmm. You know, like, like, (laughs) I
2: can't remember. Is she a vampire in that movie? I can't remember what her deal is.
1: She's just a girl who is at the bar when they get attacked by vampires and then she gets Mm -hmm. bitten.
2: Oh, that's going to turn you into a vampire.
1: Yeah. And then the dude that's basically just abusing her for the period of the movie. They fall in love or what have you. I don't know. Did that happen? And He's
2: a vampire or no?
1: No, he's a normal dude.
2: But she's a vampire?
1: He's a vampire killer. I don't remember. Did she become one? Someone sound off in the comments and tell me, and I can resolve this later.
2: (laughs) I mean, if you get bitten by a vampire-
1: (laughs) You become one.
2: Well,
0: usually, yeah.
1: Statistically not impossible not to become one, Mm -hmm. unless you're in a Twilight situation. That's right. I can't believe
0: that I have not seen this John Carpenter movie. I can't believe that either, actually. Really? Yeah, I love John Carpenter, and I also love vampires very much. And I just think that what happened with- Vampires got too big for themselves. You know, the the genre really peaked with Twilight. It went through the mm-hmm. roof. I think it's time to bring it back. Let's get Vampire's Kiss. Let's get Interview with the Vampire. Have
2: you seen Once Bidden? Is that the Jim Carrey one? It is the Jim Carrey one with Lauren oh Hutton, where the way the vampire needs to feed is by taking the blood from the inner thigh of a virgin. And Jim Carrey is a virgin And she is, like, this sexy older vampire, and so she, like, seduces him and starts chomping down on daddy's thighs, and then he – it's, like, a whole thing. That's crazy. Jim Carrey played – people don't talk about this enough – a vampire and – wait, no, I'm thinking about something else. Never mind. I was going to say a werewolf, too, but it's a different thing.
0: Well, what's the different thing?
2: Oh, I thought it was a werewolf, but that's a different actor. Oh, okay. Unless – wait, wait, was Ace Ventura a werewolf? Yes, right? You're full of Reddit theories today. I'm full of Reddit <laughs> theories today. I've been working the old noggin and trying to connect some universes.
0: During a full moon, he will climb out of a, what is it, rhino's ass? What animal was it? An Ace Ventura, A Pet Detective 2? Oh, oh, I don't remember.
1: I don't remember either. I haven't seen those movies since I was a kid. He
0: crawls out a
1: ass.
2: <laughs> Thank you for using the proper article in front of ass.
1: Is it not an?
2: No,
0: no, 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 no. That's noob shit. It is a ass. <laughs> yes, Completely agreed. (laughs) Literature teachers hate this man. One simple trick. Can
1: you check the grammar on my hat? It's A-S.
0: Let's see. Bigfoot is
2: real and he tried to eat my ass. That works. All right.
1: Just checking. Just just making sure you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that one to be wrong either.
2: (laughs) So we've been writing. We spent the last... Four or five days in the studio with Danny and our producer, Jim Runch. Jim Runch, wow. Uh, <laughs> Jim Runch. Jim Runch. <laughs> Jim Runch. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Jim Runch. Really,
1: You really were in the studio for a while. <laughs> this is where we're yes. all
2: at. Oh, believe me. This is day five. And we're writing new NSP stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, you probably wouldn't have heard this, Allie, but on our last NSP writing trip, I came up with an amazing song idea called Eat Ass, Get Money. And Dan absolutely refuses to do it. And it is my new crusade to get him to <laughs> put the song on an NSP album. And he absolutely will not.
1: Why not?
2: Well, it's not the get money part. I believe that he's. <laughs> I have to say,
1: yeah. what is he so against money for? It's,
2: yeah, it's, it's not the money part. But yeah, I really. Oh, man. It's the ass part.
1: I'll work at him, Brian. I, you know I got what? him the other two days a week. Oh, oh, alley, got him alley, the other two alley, days alley, a week now. Alley, <laughs> Dude, alley, he's in the, we're in the same room. Alley, he's trapped. <laughs> Did
2: you get to pitch him video ideas? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all the time. please do this. Turn on your phone. Okay, okay. Like, record this when you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pitch him, say you have this amazing idea for a video, right? Okay. They have to do two things in the video.
1: Uh-huh. Is it get money?
2: That's the second thing <laughs> they have okay. to do in the video, uh-huh. and the first thing is eat ass. And that's a winner of an idea. He will be thrilled. Okay, I have the way
0: that you do this. I've uh-huh. got a whole yeah, strategy yeah. planned out. You,
1: you're beautiful, Maya Nate. Let's, let's see, let's, yep. what's the strat? I'm <laughs> let's, ready. Let's this is a pitch it. meeting now.
0: <laughs> I hope that you see the clear whiteboard in front of my face that like I'm scribbling yeah. f- yep. equations onto.
1: Mm-hmm. All right,
0: so you write a paragraph, simple paragraph. Mm-hmm. Say it's a fun, I don't know, it's a TikTok meme, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a normal paragraph. Maybe there's a little gag hidden there somewhere. But you have Mm -hmm. sequentially and clearly, you got to get clean takes. It contains four words, eat ass, get money. Yep. So then you can edit everything out and just string together, eat ass, get money. And then you're in business. You're eating ass and getting money. Here's the video pitch is you eat local
2: (laughs)
1: food
0: that tastes
2: like ass and get the restaurant that (laughs) served it to you to pay you money.
1: Wow, okay.
0: That was cogent. Yeah, I know. This is too good to fail. This is definitely not a crime. So
1: You're proposing a blackout poetry version Mm -hmm. of this
2: piece. Yes, that's that's right. We
1: start with a larger idea, and then we walk him back into a far worse, far more nefarious idea. I
2: think I have a new thing I want to do to him, which is (laughs) to get everybody, oh, believe me, this is far from the worst thing I've proposed. Uh, to get everybody in his life to propose <laughs> to him, eat ass, get money, things. <laughs> everybody.
0: But subtly. You got to be subtle about it. We need to make him feel like yes. a targeted individual. We're doing a little diet gang stuff. <laughs> yes. When we
1: order lunch on grumping days, I'm going to say, guys, what's for lunch? Ass? You know it's ass. And we're just yeah, going to-
2: That's great. <laughs> just that's gonna- right. You start slow. Start it slow. Start slow. Well, this tastes like ass. But do you want to eat it? All right. Here you go. <laughs> Looks
1: kind of like a booty. hmm Money. Could be delicious.
2: Mm-hmm. Money. Having it.
1: Me, I'm just going to oopsie drop my money. I'm saying. <laughs> I got to go get my money.
2: By the way, if we made the song, it would guaranteed go viral. Guaranteed.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> Only if you wear your Crocs in the video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can go
0: get them when we take a break and I'll show them to the camera and you. Uh, you edit my feet out and yet we're gonna do an insert close-up of your feet in those minionut crotch. Well, I was gonna just
2: show you the shoes, but yes, of course I will show you my poorly manicured feet.
1: Can we photoshop Keanu Reeves's feet into them? Please? Yes. Of course. <laughs> I need that.
0: <laughs> he has beautiful feet. Did we talk about this last
1: time? Yes, this yes, is the absolutely. subject of last time. And and everything that Jarek posted about that episode was pictures oh. of Keanu Reeves's feet. And I was like, I guess I'm sharing these pictures.
0: Guys, do either of you enjoy the show Kitchen Nightmares? Mm-hmm. When I've seen it, actually, yes. I discovered that there are a ton of full episodes of both the UK version and the US version, full episodes on YouTube, uncensored, and it is a fucking
1: treat. I love that That guy shit. can
0: swear. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, so he So good at it. Also cooking, I guess, but.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, the swearing more so. His legacy for swearing really has like outgrown the fact that he is a hugely successful business. I guess that's kind of the point of the show, but it seems like people on the show forget that. Mm-hmm. The UK version is so different and so lovely. It has none of the reality bullshit. Yeah, It's just like, here's a restaurant where like they're clearly really talented, but they're doing too much on the plate and it's not working. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to come mm-hmm. in and like sort of fix this and we're going to have a discussion and like figure it out and nobody hates each other. And it's not Amy's Baking Company,
1: which mm-hmm. I rewatched
0: the other night. Iconic.
2: Which I've never heard of. Amy's Baking Company. That's a Kitchen Nightmares episode or a different show?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It's a very famous one, yeah.
2: What happens in it?
0: There's a place called Amy's Baking Company that's run by a woman named Amy and her husband, Sammy, that is totally not a money laundering front in any way whatsoever. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, so like, you know, they always send in the camera crew before they bring Gordon in so they can get like, you know, B-roll, like here's kind of how this restaurant goes. Mm -hmm. They do that and the two owners cause a physical altercation when people didn't like the food to the point that they had to get the cops called. And this is like before, Wait, the, like this is the part where things were not supposed the to happen. We're
2: were fighting with customers if the customers were unhappy?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yes. the customers are like, this is bad. And then they immediately go full, like, go fuck yourself, get the fuck out of my <laughs> restaurant. It's crazy. <laughs> and wow. that's before Gordon shows up and then Gordon shows up and it all, oh, it's bad. Oh, okay. In terms of like- best slash worst or like most insane mm-hmm. meltdown episodes that is the gold standard.
1: Yeah. And everything since has been just trying to recreate that.
0: Yeah. It's so true. Can I find this online? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Look up Amy's Baking Company.
2: And This is not like Amy's fucking macaroni and cheese. That's a different
0: thing. No, right? Amy would never. My Amy? Your no. Amy.
1: My Amy, she fed me today, okay? okay. I had oh God, an what instant you have, Amy's Queen? macaroni and cheese today for lunch.
0: Like the boxed kind?
1: No, oh, it was in a box. They have a little cup now mm-hmm. that you can pour water I in. tried that, yes. It was pretty good. They got it's shells. Pretty good. Shells is the superior choice for macaroni and cheese. I know it's not technically macaroni because mm. it's shell, but shells That's and fair. cheese, baby. Mm-hmm. It's a little bowl. That holds more sauce.
0: That's not kitchen nightmares. That's kitchen dreams. That's you come in, you consult, and you're like, fuck the macaroni. You're -hmm. gonna get shells in here. Stuff them with the cheese. I despise
2: mac and cheese. I can go nowhere near it. Well,
0: yeah, of course you do. You hate cheese and fun.
2: Yes, I hate all good things. I hate cheese sauce. The smell of mac and cheese makes me ill. I really dislike it. Yes. I I
1: don't want to make a judgment of you. No, you you, can judge me, sure. (laughs) But this explains so much about you.
0: Like what? (laughs) No, it totally feels like when people are like, you are such a Scorpio. It's like that, but Brian. Mm -hmm. You are such a Brian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my astrological sign is Brian with a
2: rising (laughs) Brian. With my sign in Brian. Wait,
1: is your astrological sign actually? Wait, Scorpio, wait.
2: What do you think I am? Wait, do you know astrology? I do. Okay, what do you think I am? This is always fascinating to me. Don't look up my birthday.
1: I don't know your birthday. <laughs> I think you're an Aries.
2: You think I'm an I Aries, huh?
1: That's my shotgun like call-out one. I don't know. I am
2: not an Aries.
1: Yeah. I, is that or you're a Scorpio? <laughs>
2: just, I'm not a Scorpio.
1: You could be like a Virgo or Libra. Are you an Earth sign? because You really narrow it down with those.
2: <laughs> Wait, is, is Earth sign one of the bullshit ones?
1: I mean, they're all bullshit. So.
2: <laughs> Thank you. That's the answer I was looking for. I'm a Taurus.
1: You're a Taurus Earth sign. Isn't Taurus an Earth sign? I don't, I could know. Be wrong. <laughs> See, I don't know that much you about can it. You
0: completely make anything up
2: and the rules don't matter. Yes. I like Taurus because it's a geometrical shape. It's a donut.
1: I just like judging people for no reason. And, mm-hmm. and astrology is just <laughs> Oh,
0: astrology is great for that.
1: That's the core of astrology. That's why we have it. People, gays, girls. If you are going around saying you like astrology, just be honest with yourself. You like judging people. And that's fine. There is a pattern in my life. I have a very repeating pattern of like relationship and friendships. Like, Leighton is a perfect example. I live with two Leos. Leighton is a Leo. Mm-hmm. My new friend that I just became very good friends with, who just sent me a 600 megabyte recording of a scene from Cyberpunk that she just recorded. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Leo. <laughs> oh. I think Bear's a Leo too. No, no, when he was born, mm-hmm. he's a dog.
0: Just spiritually, he's a Leo. I love just the stereotype about Leos. Mm-hmm. Which is what? What is the stereotype about Leos? They need
1: attention and they want attention. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's pretty much it. Isn't
0: that literally everybody? You know, a basic need of every human, yeah. It's
1: just the, the special one. The special one for these freaking lions.
0: Does either of you
2: understand the whole like rising, moon in, yeah, sun do. in? Explain this to me. I've never understood any of this.
1: The sun is your outward self. It's your regular sign, basically. Okay. Your moon sign- is your inner self. Mm -hmm. And then your rising, is it rising? Yeah, whatever your rising sign is kind of like first impression or how you outwardly project yourself. But essentially what it is, you have one, get that sun? Everybody knows your fucking son.
2: That's like the standard one, just based on your birth date. Yeah, what's your rising?
1: Yeah, that's just your date. And that one is the one where people are just like, okay, I get you. You're probably like this. And then you say... Yeah, everybody is. And then they say, well, what's your moon and yes, your rising? Right. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then you say, and then this is what they say. They say, that makes so much, much say, sense. Always. That
0: makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, Every time. Every if you time. want to be an expert in astrology. <laughs> that makes <laughs> in it astrology. so much sense.
1: The worst so is when sense. I say that and I do mean it. Because I like know incrementally just enough about the signs listed. Mm -hmm. For example, I am a Pisces, Gemini, Gemini. So I'm a Gemini moon and a Gemini rising, which just... That
0: totally makes sense. It makes so much sense. (laughs) What
1: what it means though, is I'm confused all the time.
0: Mm. I
1: got no idea who I am. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. what it basically is supposed to summarize. So
2: what do you need to know to calculate those things? Is it...
1: The time you were born.
2: Do you know what time you were born? I do, actually.
1: I will co-star your ass so hard right now. Okay, oh do, my God, do it, do it, do it, it,
2: do, it
0: do it. Brian, do okay. you know what co-star is? I do not.
1: <laughs> I did Dan. Dan did not want to tell me when he was born.
0: What? Why? Good for him.
1: He didn't want me to read his
0: chart. Read my fucking
2: chart? I don't care. I was born at- Oh. On Yeah, because I like showing up when it's very inconvenient.
1: I do need to know where you were born. Wait, what? Do you know what city exactly?
2: Yes. Pompton Plains, New Jersey.
0: (laughs) Pompton
1: Plains wasn't ready.
2: Which now, no, they definitely weren't. I showed up and I was all (laughs) like, what's up? And they were like, holy shit. Check it out. This baby hates fun. Technically, Pompton Plains, I believe, is now, it might have been its own city. Now I believe it's Pequannock, but I was always told it was
1: Pompton Plains. Wait, what was your birthday again? Give it to me good.
2: April 22nd, 1975.
1: See, I was not far off about the fucking Aries thing. Oh God, 75, 75. Take me back in time, baby. All right, and you said what time?
0: And what's your social security number? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) 555-555-1212. I'm also looking at my chart. Oh, boy. I hate the take a personality quiz where we already have information about you. Oops, you want to <laughs> see your results? Give us your email. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Give
1: us your info. Yeah, you know what's
2: going to tell them a lot about your personality is whether you give them your email. <laughs> what exactly are you doing right now, Allie? Like, what information does it need?
1: I'm typing in your info. Mm-hmm. I also have errands in here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Aaron's a Capricorn. I'd like to collect this so that one day when I can sell it, yeah. it'll be worth mm-hmm. real good mm-hmm. money.
0: My sun and moon are Leo. My, what are the other ones that I'm looking for? What the fuck is this shit? I don't know how to do this. This is annoying. So when
2: you tell me my sign, you'll be able to tell me which one of Marvel's Eternals I am?
1: Yes, I think I can get that yes, for you. great. On Marvel's Eternal, you'd obviously be the mind control kid. Thank you. Seriously. Also, Eternals was a pretty okay Marvel movie.
2: <laughs> I didn't see was it,
1: it yet. I was. It was like, I mean, it's Chloe Zhao. She's great. She's a great writer. It's a Marvel movie that was like unfairly to the other Marvel movies, well-written, even if it wasn't like the most exciting cast.
2: We watched two of the new ones recently. We watched Black Widow and Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. Black Widow, I fucking hated. I thought it was terrible. Shang-Chi, I liked quite a bit.
1: You didn't like my girlfriend's beautiful Russian <laughs> accent?
2: <laughs> well, which one? Florence Pugh?
1: Yeah, Florence She Pugh. was great.
2: She was great. My girl. That story was boring and dumb. Shang-Chi was fun. I enjoyed that.
0: Did you see Jarek's name?
2: I did. We watched the whole <gasps> credits and I paused it just so I could see Jarek's name in the credits. Of course. Fuck yeah. And then I texted him immediately. That's amazing. It's like, well, we're looking at your name.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, it was great.
2: It's fun to have friends who like are affiliated affiliate with these big things. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. Your chart, my dear friend. Okay, tell me. I got it. You... Hit us. Bro, I can't fucking read this. It's got like symbols There's and too shit. too much shit like, happening. What the fuck? Why is exactly, it Exactly, like Right. This is what I mean. Okay, your sun is in Taurus, your moon is in Virgo. Also makes sense, and your Mercury is also in Taurus.
2: Tell me why that makes sense.
1: It's because it's super earthy, dude.
2: Because I asked why it makes sense. It's, it's this kind of self fulfilling prophecy, right? My favorite is when they're like, "Oh, no wonder you don't like astrology. You're a Taurus. Go like, oh, fuck yourself."
1: That's a pattern. That's a pattern. Mm-hmm. It's earthy, dude. You're a bunch of rocks. That's so you. Like, let's not lie to ourselves. Well, I do
2: rock. I definitely, I (laughs) rock pretty fucking hard.
1: You do be rocking. That's
2: right. Actually, my sign is mostly jazz, but there's a little bit of rock there, so I'm kind of a fusion.
0: Mm. Would you say that's rising or descending?
1: Which one is rising in this bitch? I can't fucking read this chart. I'm bad at math. I'm bad at science. And this is both of them.
0: I like how we took 10 minutes
2: to look up the chart and then can't read it. It is the ethos of this show where we spend a long time <laughs> on something and then categorically do not deliver. Oh, uh, classic the payoff. And I'm not putting this on you, Allie. I'm just saying this is what we do here.
1: I just started reading things that make me so angry. Oh,
2: like what? Tell me.
1: This is what I read. Typically, an astrologer looks for a few key things in a birth chart, what zodiac sign and which of the 12 houses in each planet. Oh no, I'm Hogwarts. Thank you. That's not a house either.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. You got to
1: narrow it down. That's every house. (laughs) Venus, Mars, and the moon zodiac sign and house for love. Saturn, for where you may need to work harder. (laughs)
0: What? I don't need to work harder on shit. That's bullshit. (laughs) Well, great. I think astrology did what we hoped it would do, which was tell us all a little bit more about ourselves. (laughs) And what it told us is that we're all... Dumber than we thought.
1: <laughs> the only thing I can see in this chart, Brian, that yes, makes any please. fucking sense to me. Oh, is this a, is it your sending Capricorn?
2: Ascending Capricorn? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Capricorns, they go to grad school for six years and then give that up to do something
0: stupid.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: That's exactly what an INTJ would say. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, here we fucking go. Wait, do you guys believe in those?
0: Oh, except, except. Are you an INTP?
2: I'm an ENTJ.
0: Wow. Oh, I was close. See?
2: Boom. Wow. ENTJ. Great. That's and so I switched. Interesting. I used to be an INTJ, and then I took E classes and I became an ENTJ.
0: Your heart grew three sizes and it That's bumped right. you up to an E. Yeah. Because the INTJ class is the incel categorization that I am in, baby. <laughs> they gave
2: us Myers Briggs at summer camp. When I went to summer camp, they did as like a fun thing, not like as a requirement in summer camp, but I discovered that at, and it wasn't like computer camp. It was like an outdoor day camp in the fucking Adirondacks in New York. They gave us all the campers a Myers-Briggs test as like a fucking activity one night when it was raining. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. And did you have a complex about being an introvert versus an extrovert for the rest of your life? Did that like affect you deeply?
2: It's something I remember. Let's put it that way. And
0: I was like 12 at the time. That's crazy. 12's a fun time to take that test, especially if you get any of the ones where it's like, you are so smart. You are the smartiest smart to ever smart. You're so fucking smart. Put this on your dating profile. The women will
2: love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, at the time,
2: I was like, is this why no one likes me? No. Surely it is the
0: letters on the page. Nothing to do with me.
1: I am an ENFP, which means... I should have become a politician. Makes so much sense. I know. Let's start with astrology. Let's work our way through Myers-Briggs. And then let me send you guys this quiz on um, Quizlet. <laughs> a
2: BuzzFeed <laughs> quiz. Like,
1: yeah, like a BuzzFeed quiz. It's like, which punk pop or punk rock? rock? No, punk.
2: Pop punk? Pop, yeah, punk. which
1: pop punk band are you? And then we can really close it out by looking at our responses or our answers. Or maybe say, we could do
0: like a sporkle geography quiz. Yes. <laughs> sporkle. Yeah. Fuck. Hell yeah. Imagine me taking a long drag from a cigarette <laughs> sporkle. I haven't heard that name in a long time.
1: Brian, you're Earth sign, like okay. through and through. Your sun's in Taurus, your ascendant's in Capricorn. That hmm. means that you're more rocks. And then your moon is in Virgo.
2: Hell yeah.
1: Which is just, just more rocks, dude. You're like a geo-dude.
2: Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Love geocaching. It's great. I'm, a, I'm I'm an Earth guy. I spent my entire life on Earth, so I'm definitely uh-huh, like uh-huh. a real geo person.
1: That makes so much sense. I know it
2: makes <laughs> so much sense.
1: Ooh, your sensual side takes comfort and pleasure very seriously. Uh, joke's
2: on you. I don't have a sensual side. <laughs> Just ask my wife. It's all
1: sides. It's all yeah. sides, baby. <laughs> People appreciate how reliable you are, dude. They really appreciate it. I know because it says here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right here. Hostarastrology.com, yeah. maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the stuff. Well, now that we've alienated every <laughs> listener Funko of the show. Pops. <laughs> mm-hmm. Funko Pops. Minions, Crocs, Minions smoked Crocs. weed. <laughs> Keanu so much- Feet. Drank half a
2: beer. Modelo. Well, we, we keep these on the tour bus. And do you want to hear my... My jokey way of asking anyone if they want a Modelo. Uh-huh. Ready? Uh-huh. So, does anyone want to test drive
0: a Ford Model O? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Always gets a big reaction. Very popular on the tour bus.
0: How often do they all just tell you to go fuck yourself?
2: Uh, I pay the bills, so none of them ever do it. <laughs>
1: is this is the most dad thing I've ever heard you say, Brian.
0: Mm-hmm. I know, right? Anyway, as I was saying, now that we've alienated most of our audience. <laughs> Welcome to Late Night with Brian Wecht, a talk show for the Terminally Online.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I'm your host, Layton Gray. Mm-hmm. That other man you just heard was Brian Wecht. Sup, gamers. Great. We did it. I'm trying something new with the intro. I love it. It's great. It's awesome.
1: It's like the first act of Cyberpunk. Right? Cold open <laughs> after eight hours of
0: game it's Three cyber- hours. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, all right, from here on out, y'all are fucked. I don't know, do your own thing. We kind of forgot.
1: Good luck. Good fucking luck. We spent eight years on this first eight hours of gameplay. We've overworked it until it can't become bread anymore. It's just gluten. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the game.
0: But hey, guess what? You can get on like a roller coaster with Johnny and then you get to ride on a roller coaster with Johnny. Anyway, our special guest (laughs) today (laughs) is the one, the only
1: mystery guest. Would you care to introduce yourself? Yeah, who are
2: you? Mystery guest. Huh? What's your deal? Who are you?
1: My name is Allie. I was born under the Pisces sun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See, that could be a real thing or not, and I don't know. It is a
1: thing. They named a sun at a certain time Mm -hmm. in the sky. They named it Pisces. Pisces sun. Mm -hmm. And they made a bunch of really cool charts, and they named all of them.
2: The charts are fucking cool.
1: Right. Like is the thing. Don't you kind of like wish to be the person who made a thing like that?
2: Oh, look up pictures of, this is in Jaipur, India, Jantar Mantar.
1: How do I J A
2: N T A R M A N T A R? it? It sounds like Jantar Mantar. Okay. It's a giant astrological observatory in Jaipur, India. Ooh. This is metal as fuck. So whatever this was Ooh. 200 years ago, maybe longer, I don't really know. Whoever was in charge at the time, or one of the princes there, I don't know exactly what the ruling structure was, basically created this huge fucking observatory, gigantic sundials, all to pinpoint astrological stuff. And you can walk around it, I did, and it is like the coolest fucking thing you've ever seen. Yeah, this is gorgeous,
0: dude. Yeah. You got to walk around in there?
2: Yeah. You just walk around and climb up. When were you there? I was in India for a month in two thousand eight ish, two thousand nine, somewhere around there. There was a physics workshop in Bombay, and I took an extra week just to like travel around India for a little bit. So I went to Rajasthan and just like went to Jaipur and Agra and just saw you know I, I, it's a big fucking country, so you can't go everywhere. Fatehpur Sikri, which was incredible. And yeah, took some time to to travel a bit. It was great. It was very
1: That's amazing. very
2: interesting cool place to visit. I haven't been back since. India was really really fun. I would go back there in a second. I'm sure food incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And once you're in a place, it's like, oh, this is not exactly surprising. And it wasn't surprising at the time. It's like, oh, this is not what you think it's going to be, right? Like There's a lot mm-hmm. more local yeah. shit going on than you realize.
1: It's like breathing the air is different than just seeing it,
2: right? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, so that's when I was there, like 2008, 2009. And I, I think I spent three or four days in and around Jaipur. I took an overnight train, made a lot of friends on there. I think it was the one white person on the train. <laughs> and everybody was very interested and had lots of questions for me.
0: Wow.
1: That's amazing.
0: Physics will do that to an MF. Yeah. One
2: guy was like, Where are you from? I said, Oh, I'm from America. And he goes, Oh, America. Bill Clinton. This Clinton is not <laughs> Not president at the time, by the way. This was 2008. <laughs> 2008 and 2009.
1: I love that.
2: Right? And I was like, yep, he was our president. And this guy told me, he was like, well, you know, Bill Clinton was, I forget exactly the deal, but maybe the first president in a long time to actually visit India or something like that. And this guy, oh, wow. I always remember this. Wow. This guy goes, we here in India, we love Bill Clinton. We find his adventures exciting.
1: That's amazing.
2: Yeah. This guy was a super Clinton stand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love going to a place- and then, like, finding out the perception of something else, not necessarily a country, even. Totally. When I went to Idaho, when I said I was from California, they mm-hmm. said, mm, We all hate California. <laughs> they
2: all hate California. <laughs> they definitely do, especially if you're in Boise, because everybody moving there is from California and they fucking hate you and they want you to leave. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. The best part, it was a child told me <laughs> <in> <laughs> <Really>? California. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at this child in the eyes and I said, have you been to California? Yeah, name
2: one thing about a Californian.
1: And they were like, no. And I'm like, hey, man, like maybe one day you'll go and you'll like it. What if I told you I didn't like Idaho until I came here? And the kid was like, eh,
2: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking show <laughs> like, you. You to
1: breathe fresh air all day. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it.
2: <laughs> I think we should do some segments.
1: Oh, I love a segment. Now,
2: But before I do that, do you want me to go get these Crocs?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: All right. Yes, I need a verbal yes from each of you, Allie. I need a yes. Yeah, we both said I consent
1: yes. to seeing the Crocs.
2: Late and I need a, a yes consent. from
1: you. <laughs>
0: yes, I consent to see the
2: Crocs. Do you want us to sign a release form? <laughs> you can email it to me, but you don't need to sign it. I'll be right back.
1: I miss him already, but I do want to use this opportunity to talk about how much Cyberpunk 2077 I've been playing. <laughs>
0: So the hair colors, the new hair colors.
1: Okay, there's new <laughs> metal colors. There's new blush. There's wait, matte wait, wait, lipstick. like new
0: cybernetics colors.
1: No, um, they're gonna add a body shop. They're doing a whole DLC for that. I them. don't
0: believe it when I see it. Yeah,
1: I know, right? If I can't see my pointy little knife feet, I'm gonna be angry. I played sixty hours of Cyberpunk in the last two
0: weeks. Shit, it, yeah, it, dude. it hasn't
1: been like this since the last time we were playing
0: oh my God, like December of last year. I know. Peak Johnny thirst. Uh, What's your total hour numbers in it thus far?
1: Good question, Layton. That's a really revealing one. Let me get my steam open.
0: Since we're talking about quizzes, I was actually just thinking about quizzes because you sent me a really good one Mm -hmm. earlier today. Folks at home, if you'd like to follow along. Uh, If you watch the show, Succession, a little boy named uh, Tom scans the title of the quiz is, which one of Tom's special little outfits are you? (laughs) So I highly recommend you do that one.
1: It's really good.
0: I'm the season one episode five. I went to market black (laughs) turtleneck. No, say the cyberpunk thing before Brian comes back. Oh, I (laughs) have
1: 507.8 hours. 507.8 hours. This is a cry for help. Please play this game. (laughs)
0: I'm back. Hi, Brian. We were just talking about how excited we are to see your minion
2: crocs. Okay, so I I need to establish one thing before I show you these. Actually, a couple things. Number one, (laughs) I purchased them as is with flare attached.
0: Oh, whoa. Charms? Is that what they are? Giblets? I call it... No, Giblets? they have a name. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Uh, Giblets? I
2: don't know what they're called. So, I mean, that's what they're called now. Now they're called Giblets.
1: <laughs> my crack Giblets.
2: NSP has a song called Release the Kraken, where I play the Kraken. So during a show, I had the rest of the costume on underneath my ninja costume. It's as a big red shirt. That says, let's get Kraken" with a picture of a squid on it.
1: Great song, by the way.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. It is one of Banger. my favorites too. And I have a big green squid hat that I put on with the big eyes and then like Bermuda shorts. And I keep my black socks on with these Crocs. So mm-hmm. are you ready to see the Crocs? I do need a verbal yes from you before I show you the Crocs. Give blood.
1: I can give you some blood too.
2: Yeah. Mail me some blood. I'll contribute. Great. Do you want to see them both at the same time or one at a time? Yes. Yes. Both at the same
1: time. Same time. But like fly them in at the same rate. I don't want like a a, a twins like one after the other situation. Okay, here
0: we go. (laughs) Crack and release. There they are. Can
2: you see them?
1: First of all, I have some issues.
2: These are floor model Crocs purchased at the Glendale Galleria. By the way, people listening, if you go to our Patreon, you can see these things that have touched my very toes and uh, you can see them.
1: Can you give them a sniff for me and describe?
2: Oh, of course I can. What's the one under the Batman one? It's like a planet. It's a little rocket ship going around a planet.
0: Okay, fun. I didn't expect the Minions Crocs to actually have a minion on them, so I'm really pleasantly surprised. I forgot that they did. So do you want to describe what else you see here?
1: First of all, why are you mixing your Marvel with your DC?
2: These were as they came. I vowed never to adjust these.
1: It must be a fashion thing. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, Crocs, I think they're trend-setting.
0: Well, describe what you see. So what charms do you see on these? Well, it's a shoe, and it's got a bunch of holes in it. Mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. could potentially drain some pasta inside of these shoes. Oh, yes, you can.
1: (laughs) If you were a mouse, you could mistake it for a block of Swiss cheese. Mm
0: -hmm. This is true. This is true. It would make a nice little home for a rat.
2: So I'm going to describe the flair on these Crocs. Uh, We have a Spider-Man head. Uh By the way, I saw the new Spider-Man movie, and I don't understand why people are going nuts over it. It was fine and nothing more. Anyway.
1: How many more people can we alienate by the end of the night?
2: Look, people are allowed to like whatever dumb shit they like. No,
1: no, 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 no. no,
0: no. (laughs) That's the motto of the show. People are allowed to like whatever dumb shit they like.
2: (laughs) But no, no. Let me do something meaningful here and describe my shoes. And we have a minion. Do you know? Which minion is is this? Kevin or Bob? Or- they have names? Yeah, there's three, right? They do.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: I think there's Kevin, Bob, and Alistair, who's the, what's the Alistair. other minion?
1: <laughs> Does he do enemas?
2: These names are very gendered, which I think is stupid for minions, but whatever. Maybe that's a script, so.
0: You're really taking minions to task on this one, huh, Brian? <laughs> I am. You're really, you're calling them out. The truth about minions revealed YouTubers react. <laughs>
1: Minions exist to help bad people, right? That is their function.
2: Yes, minions exist to help bad people enjoy bad movies.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> like their canonical function is to yes. help bad people. So, That's this is correct. what I want to ask That's you. Correct. Are you
0: going where I think you're going with this?
1: Yeah. Yes, this is what I ask my friend every time. He's, I have a friend that genuinely loves minions with all his heart, bless his soul. Okay. I ask him, where were the minions in the year 1939 mm-hmm. to 1945? Yep. In the years. <laughs> Where were those Minions? Well, you
2: know what? They do, I think, somewhat cover this in the Minions movie, right?
1: Okay, you just outed yourself.
2: (laughs) I outed myself as having a child is how I outed myself. Okay, fair enough. You have an
1: excuse, my friend. doesn't. Because every time I ask this question, he says, you know that they were frozen in ice, like Spider-Man or Captain America or whatever. Right. They didn't help Hitler.
2: You have to think that they did it specifically to avoid the question of did the minions help Hitler? That's right. <laughs> yeah. But
0: then by the 60s, they were awake or whatever. Yeah. Where were the minion Nuremberg trials? Because
1: <laughs> if they hadn't been in ICE, yeah. they would have.
0: Hitler. <laughs> well, I mean, there were other people available who weren't Hitler at the time. I think the the Hitler problem really opens up a can of worms, <laughs> as it always does, of yeah. uh, just all of the monsters of history. Yeah, like maybe, why, why not Stalin? Why not Mussolini? Did Bundy have a couple of minions trailing behind him? <gasps> oh, there we go. This is yes. well, was, we can't talk about this anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the idea that every famous serial killer has like one minion- <laughs> following behind them, it's just being designed. like, banana? <laughs> oh, maybe that is the, the B in BTK, banana for the minion? Oh my god, don't do this. Bananas to Kevin. Bro. Right? And Kevin's a minion. There we go.
1: First of all, do you think that the Zodiac killer could have been a bunch of minions standing in a code?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's 100% the case. That's why I fucked up the code because the minions were all distracting him. Yeah, I promised I would give this a sniff, so hold on.
1: Yeah. Describe. Oh,
2: it's real, real plasticky. New Crocs smell. Wow, more
1: so than Feedy.
2: These have traveled around the world. These have been to Australia on tour. They've been to Hawaii. They've been to Europe. Yes, these have been to Boise, I believe.
1: You wouldn't recommend them then for a fetishist, right?
2: For these? I mean, I would say if there's a rich fetishist out there who's willing to pay Mm -hmm. good money for Brian Foot smell, then yeah, I would highly recommend them. They have everything you could possibly want. By the way, if the price, you know-
1: It's right. There's a price.
2: There's a price for everything. I will wear Mm -hmm. these around with my sockless feet for any amount of time if the price tag, you know, merits it. The way to go with a
0: croc is a sock. You gotta do sock and croc, in my experience. That's what I do. Black socks with these crocs. Unless you're walking around in a fucking river, which is primarily what I used my crocs for when I owned them. When you were a kid. When I was a kid. But otherwise, it's socks. Remember when, like, socks with toes were a big thing for, like, elementary school girls? Because I was all over the toe socks and Crocs. What does that mean? With the individual toes?
1: Yeah. It's like a glove for your foot. What? Yeah, that was a thing. And I almost broke my toe multiple times, like, shoving my feet into them too fast. Like, I would just get them all twisted up. And I still fear the feeling of my toes twisting.
2: And these went
0: inside a shoe. They weren't designed to be worn outside of a shoe.
1: Yeah, you just wore them. Well, right? no.
0: See, the reason that you knew that everybody had them and the way that you knew that it was hot, at least when I was in fourth grade, mm-hmm. every girl had their colored gauchos, their Abercrombie and Fitch, super tight. What is a gaucho? Hold on. I don't know what a gaucho is. They're like flowy capris. You've seen them. Okay, got them. Think like Wine Mom. Okay, got it. So those in Aeropostale are like Abercrombie and Fitch mm-hmm. T-shirt with a built-in bra, as was Mm -hmm. the style at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your socks with individual toe holes. Toe holes. And then showing them off in your rainbow flip-flops. Wow. You're wearing flip-flops with socks? What? Fourth grade, man, things got crazy. I'm going to Google... Flip flops with socks.
1: Because you could, because you had thicker socks. Flops.
0: Because it was the early 2000s, goddammit. And fashion wise, you were allowed to do whatever you want. Oh my God. Was it like this? Yes, exactly like that, but like yeah. super striped, cute pattern. Yeah, they
1: were always striped. What was always up with, and they're fuzzy.
2: I'm sure I have discussed this on the show, Ali. although I doubt you know this, is in college. I pretty much exclusively wore Tivas with white socks.
1: Do you have photos?
2: You know what? I probably do somewhere because I wore them I all the really time. I really want to see that. Why did I do it? I don't know.
1: I didn't even know why they wore any of the things they wore. I, I made a conscious choice to start making decisions like wear cute things when I was like in high school, right?
2: Yeah. For me, that's when I was like 33, but continue.
1: Because I know when I look back at those photos, I'm going to be like, she ain't cute. That fit, she was a mistake. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. What the hell was I worried about as a youth?
0: Well, and like on a good day too, your best fit is just a yeah. nightmare to look at. Yes. It's like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. When you're in like high school or something.
1: Yeah, middle school, high school. What was the phase? 10 to like 23. <laughs> <say>. like <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Question mark.
0: Yeah. What was the deal with like plaid Bermuda shorts for middle school girls for a while? Because boy. Bruh. That was me, until I made the much smarter and fashionable decision to switch to just regular old cargo shorts. I can see you in plaid Bermuda shorts as a little kid. That kind of makes sense for you, I
1: guess. I was a tomboy, which is a coded gender thing. Mm
0: -hmm. Did you have the additional, like, internalized misogyny thing for a long time, or where you were getting messages projected on you of, like, women who are feminine and wear clothing and makeup are bad, so I'm not going to be one of those girls, like—
1: I think it was just gross. <laughs> no other way to describe All yeah. high
0: schoolers are gross. <laughs> no, right? this
1: is middle school.
0: All middle schoolers are especially gross. I mean, middle schoolers, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, because high school, that thing you're talking about, Leighton, like, happens even if you're not thinking about it, it happens. A lot of people just end up like, they're just like, I'm going to wear clothes that, like, look good because I think I want to look good gender aside but that's also the thing is like middle school I went to a school that had uniforms until middle school yep I had a dress code I had a dress code until high school when I hit high school I was like time to fucking get rid of the polo white shirt and the khaki pants we're going straight up goth baby I had to wear a
2: tie (laughs) every day I had to wear a tie well
1: you had to wear a tie wow miserable okay so my school had a strict code it was navy navy bottoms And when I was in middle school, jeggings, jeggings, (sighs) a plague upon every teacher in this Mm. middle school.
2: Because technically they were allowed?
1: No, they weren't. They had to make a new rule. It started with the jeggings being considered, if it's not jean material, because it wasn't, if it's just cotton, it's kind of okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then it just became a thing where these homegirl was showing up with cotton with, like, a screen print jean texture right, right. on that bad boy. Yeah. And it was a situation. They eventually had to outlaw them. And I remember I was, like, just trying to buy, like, skinny pants that weren't jeans during that time that also weren't jeggings. And I remember being so angry because... I found a pair that I thought would work with the rules. I thought it would be perfect. I Mm -hmm. wear them to school, and they asked me never to wear them again. They're like, you need to either not wear these anymore or go home or whatever. And that began (laughs) my serial uniform rule breaking. Mm
2: -hmm. Find the boundary and push it.
1: Yes, if there's ever been a uniform anywhere. When I worked at Barnes & Noble, there was a uniform for working in the coffee area the fake Starbucks. I pushed that shit, and they always sat me down and tried to, like, get it out of me. Like, I was, like, openly looking for people to interrogate me about my clothing.
0: This makes so much sense Mm -hmm. for you (laughs) as a insert star sign here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, are you a Barnes or a Noble?
1: I would say that I am a Barnes and Noble Cafe, which mm-hmm. is not a place yeah. that you can use your Starbucks card. With a
2: rising borders.
1: Dude, I miss borders so much. There was a Seattle's best in the borders that I oh, w- is man. now a medical center.
2: It was great. I lived in Ann Arbor where the flagship border store was. Yes. It was fucking dope.
1: They were great. There was something about a Borders that like hit different. I remember picking up Fight Club and reading it in a Borders and being like, I have also oh. read
0: Chuck Palahniuk books like while loitering in a Barnes and Noble. You know what? same.
1: It's crazy. The amount of books you read loitering in those stores is the oh, reason that the they're best. not going to have any of those stores left. Never mind Jeff Bezos.
2: I remember we had a big Barnes and Noble near me in Jersey, but they actually would stock like math and philosophy books. And I remember being home from college mm-hmm. and going to the philosophy section and fucking reading Wittgenstein and a Barnes and Noble and being excited about it. Yeah.
1: They have like a lot of art books and stuff, but the most important thing you need to know about Barnes and Noble, most Barnes and Nobles that you've gone to, have they had an escalator?
2: Uh, Most? No. Many? Yes. Not most.
1: Really? Okay. Well, most that I've seen recently, the one in the Americana, for example, Mm -hmm. they'll have escalators. And I want you guys to know, as someone who worked at Barnes & Noble, people shit on the escalators. (laughs) Like, all the time. All the time.
2: Oh, yeah. The bathroom in a Barnes & Noble is a disaster, always. Right? Yes, that's true.
1: Dude, I don't know what it is about a Barnes & Noble. The reading, what is it that just makes your bowels got it?
2: Yeah, I don't know what it is, but those bathrooms are... Terrifying, nearly all the time. It's coffee and reading, and it's an open bathroom, usually in a high traffic mm-hmm. area, so people are just coming in and using it. Yep. We have to move on to segments.
1: Oh, sorry, I forgot about segments.
2: I promised Jarek I would keep these kind of compact, so I don't want to okay, yeah. go on too long. So our first segment, Allie, uh, no. and I do want to get through this pretty quick. So let's keep. Oh no! Is this
1: what's popping? Yeah, first segment Please tell me this one's
2: is not our first segment is our pop culture recommendation segment. And again, I do want to emphasize, let's try to uh, keep the recommendations pretty short so we can stay on a nice pace here. This segment is where you get to recommend a book, a video game, some music, anything that you like, anything in pop culture that you've been experiencing recently. It could actually be a positive thing, a reaction you have to it, or a negative reaction possibly. Typically people don't-
0: The segment is called What's Pop." in Here is
2: the Theme Song. Ladies, (laughs) ladies, ladies, we're getting there. We're getting there. Brian. Are, typically people don't your
0: bits have consequences for our good friend Jarek.
1: Layton, please, I'm getting confused. Thank I need you. To hear him.
0: Thank <laughs> you, Allie.
2: Thank you. In my time. Um, of need. And I do and want I'm to I'm emphasize so that
1: so Layton, I'm sorry. In this bit, we
2: really do need to kind of move quickly through these recommendations. So let's not let's not draw,
1: <laughs> I'm, Brian, draw I'm, them out. I'm so that, sorry. I yes, think please. you're cutting out. Could you start? Nobody <laughs> yes, likes thank you. this. Thank, thank you, no, Alice. but not a single person in this situation actually <laughs> likes this. <laughs> Could you go back? I think you were talking about something about pop culture.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I believe I, w- I was going to actually ask you to read my astrological sign.
1: Can you give me like 10 minutes, though? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, the real thing about the segment. Which, as Leighton said—now, I can't pretend she didn't say it because she did say it. The segment is called What's Poppin'. I don't want to, in any sense, diminish her contribution to the introduction for this segment. Layton is a valued member of the Night team, and we do appreciate her contributions and the energy uh-huh. and work ethic that she brings to the show. Right.
1: Be honest with— What? Has Leighton made a song for What's Poppin'?
2: You know what? Layton's voice is in the theme song for What's Poppin', so I would mm-hmm, be remiss mm-hmm. to not credit her for contributing to the theme song. Right. And we have written songs together for this show as well. Are
1: you going to play that song for me?
2: The thing about that song is, I do feel like it needs a little bit of context just to to (laughs) set the stage. You know, the problem with. The educational system today, and allow me to just go off on this for a few minutes here, is the arts have been thoroughly marginalized by today's educators. And in fact, that's a process that's Mm -hmm. been going on for many, many years now, right? I love science education. I think it's very important. But I feel like an arts education needs to be given along with the science education as well to make people well-rounded human beings. And Mm -hmm. in a process that's been going on probably for the last 50, maybe even more years, we're seeing funding to arts education programs decreasing steadily over time in favor of – you know, quote unquote hard skills that people can use to get jobs, to get into college, whatever, things like that. And I really think that I don't want to so be So legitimately not I, <laughs> I really
0: thought we were past this. I really thought we were past this sort on episode one oh six, man. I can't
2: I don't know why you think this would be funny.
0: I have had a long fucking day, Brian.
1: Leighton, please do something.
2: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Leighton As someone who left an arts education, I wouldn't expect you to understand the value of an arts education. But of course, I think it's important to establish the context for things, which is why an education in art is important. And by art, of course, I mean writing, music, visual art, filmmaking, you know, all of these. I'm looping them all into the arts and more broadly speaking, the humanities. So I don't want to contribute to the problem by not giving Ali the context for the What's Poppin' theme song.
1: Can I also give you some context? Because I think it's really important. Please. I have a BFA. Mm-hmm. So everything you're saying.
2: Well, I have a BFD.
1: So true. Well, I don't <laughs> know. What the, is it a BOFA? Do you have a BOFA? I do. I
0: I, I, I do have a BOFA. I this fucking show. I hate this fucking show. This
1: fucking show.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is the fucking worst. I'm not at yes ending this. Mm-hmm. I'm knowing. No. My therapist said I had to work on this. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that as a person who spent five years mm-hmm. almost failing at art school,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: that everything you're saying is really valid. Thank I you. think it's really important to have this context. I
2: appreciate for this, this
1: next bit that Thank has you. not happened yet. It's not happening.
2: Just to be clear, if I may offer one slight correction to a segment, another bit. <laughs>
1: one man's segment is another man's you know what that is true <laughs> I just think that like art is stupid <laughs> and
0: jerk, you hear me I tried to stop this I tried, I tried to about? stop this
1: do you think you could If you walk me through it again <laughs> sure I forgot this is Sorry. the theme
0: song to what's poppin and it
2: goes here
1: what's poppin
2: what's poppin Great. Layton, what's popping? Since you seem so eager to move on with this.
0: Dear fucking God. We're 106 episodes in, Brian. Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. no words. You've won. Stop. She's already dead. I can't. (laughs) (sighs) Hours upon hours, you do this to me. My life, I've spent hours of my life listening Mm -hmm. to this shit. Anyway, sorry, I've been watching too much Kitchen Nightmares. So now I'm going like straight for the drama. (laughs) Um, I'm sending this back. It's dry. (laughs) Anyway, what's popping for me is Anthony Bourdain's first book, Kitchen Confidential. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I had never read it before. And I had actually never read any of his writing. And it's really, really enjoyable. It's incredibly... really good. ...sorrowful to read. But what an incredible writer and person. And I can't wait to read his later stuff. Yeah, I only recommend. That's what's popping for me. Great.
1: Allie. Allie what's popping? What's popping? Yeah, ask me what's popping is this pussy, baby. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I, I, I literally, we did that poll. Wait, wait, bit, hold on. I,
2: I have a question. And that's for all you. I, I could think. I couldn't quite understand. Did you say pussy or this pussy? This. Okay, great. Just to make sure.
1: is <laughs> the thing, though. Like, we did this whole bit.
2: Sorry, just just <laughs> a, a minor clarifying question. Are you referring yeah, yeah, yeah. to the introduction to this segment?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Brian, I also, the whole time, I was just thinking, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's popping.
0: They always ask what's popping, never how's popping. How is popping? <laughs> I can't take credit for that one. That joke has surely been made.
1: The problem is, Brian and Layton. I'm sorry, I'm going to confess this. Last time you guys asked me what was popping, it was Cyberpunk 2077. Mm hmm. And I hate to be the bearer That's of bad fine. Do news, it. but it's still fucking popping, baby. <laughs> okay. They fucking dropped that 1.5 update. We can have like cool mascara now. We can have different colors.
0: Multiple apartments.
1: Multiple apartments. They're cute as hell. You can play guitar in one of them. You can light some incense. You can smoke a cigarette.
0: Just real quick,
2: if it's a 1.5 update, that would be Cyberpunk 3115.5. <laughs> just re- Thank
0: just you. real quick.
1: Personally, I want them to go backwards so we can get to Cyberpunk 2069. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my shit. Wordle is popping. Have you guys had been assaulted psychically by Wordle oh, yet? Yeah. Because I played a yeah. Wordle once and it made me so angry I had to take a nap for three hours <laughs> and wake up and solve it. I'm
2: now, I'm a Quartle person. Ooh, I'm a Nerdle okay. person. I play Quartle and Nerdle basically every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, have you heard of... um? Dirtle?
2: Is that the lewd wordle? I've heard of lewdle. Lewdle? Yeah. What
1: about noodle? Have you heard about noodle?
2: No, I've heard of noodles, plural. Huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put them in soup and stuff. That's correct. That's also popping.
2: <laughs> Which of those were
1: real? The ones I said
2: were all real.
1: <laughs> oh, everyone I said was fake.
2: <laughs> I would have bought it. I've never done a bit also.
0: Oh my God. What's Quartal and Squirtle or
2: whatever? <laughs> quartal or Quartal is actually really, really good. It's four simultaneous wordles. So you get more guesses, but you have to guess all the words. Like you get the same guess each time.
1: Wow. And then
2: there's one that's like eight or whatever. You are know, like people have gone wild I, with it. I this. can't
1: wait to torture all my friends with that. That sounds amazing. It's really
2: fun. So it's Q-U-O-R-D-L-E if you look that up. You'll find it.
1: Wordle. I'm not going oh, to look at okay. it. Up. I like
2: it more than Wordle. And Nerdle is Wordle for math. Oh, oh, God. That sounds horrible. It's not as fun as regular Wordle, but it is somewhat interesting.
1: It's about the genre, genre Yeah, that's right. The Wordle. Brian. Yes. What, what's popping with you? Wow. What's popping?
2: What's popping for me is a new TV show I just watched uh, last night for the first time. It's on Apple and it's called Severance. And it Mm. is with Adam Scott, Christopher Walken, John Terturo.
1: Oh. (laughs) Just gonna keep saying this even if I don't know them.
2: Zach Cherry.
1: Oh, no. Okay. Okay.
2: Britt Lower Lower. I don't know how to say her last name. And a bunch of other cool people. Here's the conceit of the show. Adam Scott et al. work for a company where they implant something into your brain. It separates your work life from your outside of work life. And every time you go into work, you basically become that person. And then when you leave your memory, essentially your work time, they separate you into two people. One only lives at work and one lives outside. And they never interact.
0: Oh, you mean like Joy Toys in the video game Cyberpunk 2077?
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank
1: you, Layton, for doing Exactly it for like me. that.
2: Well, it's a cool idea. It's kind of a mystery. It's a fun show. Two episodes in and I really like it. So that's what's popping for me.
1: Neat. It's an interesting premise. I enjoy that.
2: Oh, and directed by Ben Stiller, at least the first two episodes. Wow. Not created by, but very like, you know, menacingly corporate kind of bullshit. Uh, It's fun. And I like Adam Scott a lot.
0: Late stage capitalism media.
2: That's what it is.
1: That's all I consume, baby. Yep. Do you go through phases where you just don't want to watch TV? Is that just me? Yeah.
2: Honestly, me, not so much.
1: It's like this thing where it's like on or off, where it's like, I will watch all 40 episodes of something. Mm-hmm. And then I can't touch it for a week. So mm-hmm. when you give me these recommendations, be careful because, like, I keep a list
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that list goes for years. And I'm that person, Layton. What's also popping with me is I read the first page of uh, I Have No Mouth and I'm a Scream. Oh, yeah. Layton's been trying to get me to read it for literally like two years.
2: It's going to make you feel great.
1: I can't wait. It's going to make me feel so good. <laughs> That'll be on my list for a while. When we next do the show, I'll be like, Ryan, fucking watch that show.
0: Yeah. And also play Cyberpunk 2077.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an old NSP tweet.
0: I have no dick and I must cream.
1: <laughs> I feel like that might have been during my tenure. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right.
0: Our next segment on t-
1: the show. T- t- okay. Okay, fine. Yes, our final thing.
0: segment of the show is Peaches and Lemons, which is three-part gratitude exercise and one-part petty grousing. And the theme song goes right here. Peaches and Lemons. And that was the theme song. We're each going to start with a lemon. But before we do these lemons, I do
2: want to emphasize that we are a little short on time. So we really, we should keep this segment of the show kind of moving along at a pretty, pretty good pace. I'm not going to mention any names. The earlier part of the show got drawn out a little bit. So I do want to make sure we keep this part of the show kind of moving. God,
1: who would do that to you? It's so fucked
0: up. This is a level of betrayal that makes so much sense for you with your Pisces.
1: No, it's the Gemini. It's the Gemini. Double Gemini.
0: Ooh, double Gemini. That's four people.
1: (laughs) All of them inside me and they're fighting.
0: That's what Homestuck's about. (laughs) What's somebody's lemon? Does somebody who isn't me have a lemon? Yeah, yeah.
2: Here's my lemon. Uh, My child needs fucking orthodontics. Oh, and, no. yeah, and you know, better sooner rather than later. But A, it's expensive and i I'm sure not going to be fun to wear. But
1: yeah,
2: we got to do it. She's getting like braces like now. It's not like braces, braces, but it's like a starter towards down that path. So they are not as onerous later on.
0: Oh, and right when she's losing her teeth.
2: Oh, yeah. So she has one that's coming in front, it's a little snaggled and stuff. Yeah. And it's very cute because she's got a little kid gap-tooth smile, but mm-hmm. also the orthodontist was like, yeah, this needs to be dealt with. So I need to spend money on orthodontics, which means if anyone wants to buy some stanky Crocs, just let me know.
1: Time for that Patreon, baby. Oh yeah, that's my lemon. I'm sorry to hear that.
2: Thank
0: you.
1: Allie, what's your lemon? My lemon is scheduling as a concept. Scheduling is very difficult. Scheduling mm-hmm. your own life Because once you make your job scheduling other people, when you get home, you don't want to schedule. So scheduling eating, scheduling the passage of time is my lemon. I hate that bitch.
2: Let me add some lime to that lemon by saying it's especially hard when you schedule people that don't see time. Yes. Well, I'm just going to leave it there. So when you're scheduling people to whom punctuality is maybe not a priority, it gets very frustrating. Are we talking
1: about someone we both know? I don't
2: think so. I'm not talking about anybody.
1: I am the person that's late all the time. I'm just going to straight up admit it because I have ADHD in severe time processing issues. And it really is something, though, that you can unlearn bad ADHD habits by being affected by the thing that you do to other people. You can really Uh unlearn that shit real fast. So just make a friend. (laughs) Make a friend that's always late to everything and you'll start to slowly walk yourself backwards off a cliff. I I have one. I definitely have
2: one. I feel bad for pushing our meeting next month by five minutes later (laughs) person living in a world full of, whoops, am I three hours late?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm
2: not saying one type of person is right. I'm not saying the type of person who is on time and shows up when everyone agreed to show up weeks in advance as a courtesy to other people. I'm not saying that type of person is right or that the other type of person who will mysteriously won't show up sometimes for hours at a time without even a text. I'm not saying that type of person is wrong, <laughs> but I'm saying there are different styles of play here.
1: Would you say that a person, you know, that just has The same amount of hours in the day as you, Mm -hmm, as Beyonce, mm -hmm, as, you mm -hmm. know, like everybody else. Every
2: other human on earth. Yep, 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 yep.
1: Are you saying
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that maybe those clocks should sync up like a bunch of ladies that live in the same house? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm just saying an agreement is a contract. And there's a type of person that adheres to contracts. And there's a type of person that doesn't. And I'm not talking about, could we start 10 minutes late kind of stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something different.
0: As someone who is three hours late to this record, I'm feeling really (laughs) attacked right now. Anyway.
1: Layton, is it time for your lemon?
0: (laughs) Yeah, lemon gray. What's your, Layton? My lemon has been my entire fucking day. I wake up with a splitting sinus headache and I'm like, shit, I'm crunching on something. I got to do a lot of work today. Mm -hmm. It gets so bad that I just cannot focus. I take a Zyrtec. Zyrtec knocks me out. I sleep, didn't want to sleep today, but that's just what was going on. I wake up blearily in a Zyrtec haze, like, oh, I got to piss. I go into the bathroom and I'm wearing socks and the floor is completely soaked because my toilet overflowed while I was sleeping. Oh no, oh no. So I was jolted away by toilet water, thankfully not like shit and piss because it came out of the tank. So then I had to be fully awake and attempt to troubleshoot fixing my toilet in the middle of the day when I needed to be getting shit done. And this takes forever. And I'm not going to detail a variety of other things that happened today, but I'm so tired. It's just been one of those. And I'm so fucking exhausted and I can't wait to crawl into bed. And that's my lemon because I had to touch the insides of my toilet and drag uh-huh. toilet water, towels and floor mat and all this shit. And I still got to do a deep clean. I'm I'm here. <laughs> So that's my fucking lemon.
1: I would like to apologize for, you know, what's pop. <laughs> why?
0: <laughs> why would you? Yeah, why would you? It's Do unnecessary. You it's fine. I'm having a good time with my friends. And I am I like exaggerating anger to make the show more interesting. It's called being an entertainer. And you are a consummate entertainer.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. It's just all in a day's work, baby.
0: All right, anyway, uh, peaches, things that are good. Uh, Boom, first peach. I made a new friend at a thing, and I hung out with this friend, and it was one of those things where you just like really click, and then suddenly you're hanging out for like four hours. I love it. That's amazing. Wonderful time, and I'm super feeling the love from a bunch of friends. I've had a bunch of nice heart-to-hearts, and I just feel very loved and loving. My second peach is that I ordered a couple of bags of mystery mechanical keyboard switches from Mm. Novel Keys, which is the hot thing to do on the mechanical keyboard subreddit. Oh, yeah. And they arrived today. I was like, fuck, these are both going to be linears and I'm going to hate it. Well, they're both linears, but I got YOK Trash Pandas, which means if I get (gasps) Halo Clears, I get to make holy pandas.
1: You get to make a holy panda.
0: Exactly. The coveted holy panda switch. And I also got silk reds, which are like prelude. Super luby cherry MX reds. These all sound like drugs, by the way. I know. Not knowing what you're talking about. I know. I immediately put them into my Ergo Docs, and this is like the most buttery, sockiest. I hate linears, but this is amazing. The actuation force is very different from the box shades that I was using because that requires like a 65 actuation force, whereas mm. these are like 30. So they're real sensitive.
1: Wow, super soft. Anyway,
0: my final peach is I bought that flip smartphone and the coolest thing that I already showed you Allie is that uh, you can set a cycle of 15 different gifts mm. for when you well that's nice open up your <laughs> thing and so every day I get like a fun every time I check my outer screen I've got a fun little vapor wave. It doesn't line up exactly with the
2: day of the week either. That's nice.
1: Oh I love that. Does it
2: not? Well it's 15 and there's 14 days a week.
0: Anyway, so it's very exciting. Y2K dreams. And those are my peaches. Someone else go.
1: Ryan, you go. Okay. I want to go last because I'm special.
0: Peaches.
2: Number one, Peach, is Audrey's school is once again doing after-school care, which means we don't have to pick her up at fucking 3 o'clock every day, which rules. So after two years of not that, I'm very excited about that again. I would say that for her, too, not just because we don't have to you know, stop the workday earlier than we did. She gets to hang out with her friends more, which rules. Peach number two is, I alluded to this before, we wrote some new NSP songs this week, and it was great, and I'm very excited about them. We're all over the map with the genre on this one, and it's fun. It's exciting. I'm very happy with where the upcoming album is. And peach number three is this science conference I help organize that happens every summer. Nexus, NECSS, is now in the planning stages, and we got a... A real big fish uh, for this year's thing. I can't say who it is, but...
1: Dude, is it Albert Einstein? It is, yes. Oh, my God.
2: Yes, it, it is Albert Einstein. I've been
1: so looking forward to him. Huge get.
2: Yeah, huge get. One of my all timers And yeah, Al's going to come. Uh, his friends call him Bert, actually. So Bert's going to come in and, and drop some math on us. Going to be real good. Might play the violin a little bit. So anyway, Nexus happening this summer, and we are... In process. Yeah. Allie. That's fun. Yeah.
1: I haven't been to a convention of any kind or of any event sort of thing with a themed group in so long now. You could tell me you were going to the fucking basket weaving con and I'd be like, oh my fucking God, dude. Nice. Basket weaving, dude?
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Look at that technique.
1: The over-under, they're doing the left. I don't know what
0: the fuck The other (laughs) over-unders. the one where you go under and
1: over. (laughs) Yeah, mm -hmm.
2: It is gonna be online again this summer, but that's fine, that's fine. It's still gonna be really good. Damn it! (laughs) I should have said, by the way, I'm really, really, really sorry at the beginning of this. We should keep this one moving along. I don't wanna draw things out too much. I feel like an unnamed party did that before. So we need to keep these segments kind of on track for Jarek's sake. It's not a me thing, you understand this. It's a Jarek thing.
1: Okay, I think I met Jarek recently. Oh, he's the best. He's great.
2: Allie, do you (laughs) have any peaches?
1: (laughs) Jarek, I'm sorry. I I do mean that you are great. I mean that really. He is great. He's never in question.
2: Let's all name 30 things we love about (laughs) (laughs) Jarek.
1: Jarek. I like his bits. He does a good bit.
0: Jarek does great bits. He gives good bits. He does a great bit. He puts up with this shit. Yeah. is like one through five, and then the rest are just he is a super fucking cool person who makes a fire chicken katsu and is super Absolutely. talented and all that. Hell
1: yeah. All right.
0: Allie, ram three peaches up our ass. All
1: right. First peach is, it's the little things, man. It's the little peaches sometimes. The ones that are really soft. When I lie down in bed, I fall asleep nice. instantly. Oh, I wish. Amazing. That is just Mm, baby, you know, sleep hard, man. One of the hardest things to attain. We all want it, can't get it until some days she's just there for you. And it's a dreamless sleep.
2: You know, it's no secret that I had a colonoscopy the other day.
1: Oh, congrats.
2: Thank you very much. <laughs> How'd you do? Uh, I did great, by the way. Spanking clean colon. <laughs> As always. The enema first. There was a very, very funny and nice nurse who was assisting me during it who introduced himself to me right before they went in my butt as Big Daddy, which I thought was (laughs) fantastic. I was like, you, love you. But my point Mm -hmm. is, I got whatever, you know, the knockout for it. And that like out,
1: up thing, it's
2: incredible. It's the best. I never sleep like that. And I was just like, this rules.
1: It's crazy, like to think that you could just not have thoughts before sleeping. Yeah, not think.
2: Incredible. So thanks, Big Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for going in my butt.
1: Um, I love that. (sighs) Dear God.
2: By the way, they did say I'll show you the picture of your results. No, no, no,
1: no. no, 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 I'm not going
2: to show you the inside of my butt, but I'll show you the picture. Look, I'll text you (laughs) pictures. Thank you. It did say
0: colon prep was capital E excellent. So,
1: ooh, (laughs) you got an E on the. Holy
0: Did they let crap. you pick a toy from the jar? Like you get one of those little frogs that leaps, or like a pencil with a big eraser on it? Yes, it was more flair for my Crocs. That's so mm. amazing. Yeah,
2: that's a picture of the inside of a butt. Allie, sorry, I re- I should have I it's forgot okay. to mention before. We do oh, need geez, to move Jesus this along. So okay, okay, Please okay. Don't draw this out. Lord in
1: heaven. So you're saying now would be a really bad time to like go to the bathroom? That's
2: correct. Like drop yes. a
1: deuce. Okay, I'll hold it.
2: As a person with a famously clean colon. That was a terrible idea. You
1: got to hold it sometimes. You got to hold it. Especially for your friends. My second peach work's been on the brain recently. My second peach is that the 10-minute power hour is coming back soon. And I have seen a few cuts of a couple of the first episodes that we've filmed. We filmed quite a few in advance this time because we're trying to be on it. Yep. And they are so funny. It's so fucking good. It is my magnum opus. It is my great work. This is my Mona Lisa. This is like a couple of these episodes. Fuck yeah. It's good shit. I'm really excited. Hope everyone enjoys it when it comes out. My third peach is, I'm making a game and it's going really well. Yeah, I'm making a visual novel. I'm so happy for you. I know. I'm making a visual novel. I'm following Elaine's footsteps. I'm making a dating sim. It's very good. It's going well, I have assembled the Avengers of making VNs. Like the team is amazing. I've got them all addicted to cyberpunk. Like everything. Is-
0: oh, amazing!
1: Yeah, I know, right? It's going. I'm looking at art that we just got back for it. Like I'm so very excited to share it with everyone, and I hope it continues to go well. And I didn't just fucking jinx it by saying
0: that. I'm <laughs> sure it's gonna be. Awesome. That's
1: what I've been doing in my free time. You got this, man. Yeah. Okay, we keeps going. I'm proud of you. My peaches. Like, I, I love it. Some work.
0: Well, amazing. That was our episode, folks. Allie, you want to plug your... Is your store up?
1: Yeah, my store is up. You can find a coffee like the ko-fi coffee.com slash nut boy. I sell stickers. Wait, I even Mm -hmm. got some right here. Got this girl's booty cheeks out. I put this at the ATM. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Nice. And
1: uh, a lot of people like they liked it because it disappeared. And then it came back and it came (laughs) back on a different it area. It came
0: back? Oh, wow. It came
1: back. And then someone put a different sticker with like hot babes on it. Very cool. Next to I it. I
0: love it. They
1: were realigning it.
0: Those stickers are my favorite. Your pins are my favorite. The bag's my favorite. I love you. You are the best.
1: I love you. Thank you.
0: And thank you for being here.
1: Brian, you're also here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am here. <laughs> I want to close out this episode as a special treat for the Patreon watchers. I have this above my desk and I want our Patrick Batemans to kiss. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's do this. Great. There you go. Do you want eyes or do you want mouth? There oh, you go. I'm joining in on I- this. Don't do this. <laughs>
1: mm. Wow. This one doesn't have a mouth. So you guys are going to have to imagine. I kissed kiss too early. Is- All right. It's
0: okay. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us for this I- exciting <laughs> episode of Leighton, Can you give us a Hey Paul? <laughs> hey Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the end of this episode of Late Night. As always, stay poppin', be PG, and come, and I hope you sleep tonight like you got knocked out with colonoscopy gas. (laughs) See ya! To be clear, it was an IV.
2: Okay, and a colonoscopy IV. Also, I forgot to mention when you did the outro here that we do need to kind of keep things moving. <laughs> along so you should really get through the outro kind of
0: I'm gonna keep things moving up to your ass And yeah. the
1: episode
0: Jarek
2: my nice make clean stop. ass
1: make it stop <laughs> super clean
2: Layton Night is produced by Brian Wecht, Layton Gray and Jarek Centeno follow us on Twitter at Layton Knight on Instagram at Layton underscore Night, or email us at Night at gmail.com